everyone, my name is Isabel, and I'm here with Sarah. In this episode, we are going to be talking about the power of music. All of us are surrounded by music. Whether we enjoy jamming out to a new song in our car or listening to classical music while studying, it is clear that music plays a significant role in our lives because of how it makes us feel. It helps us express what we can't yet put into words, as well as betresses our ability to pinpoint exactly how we are feeling. Daniel Bernard Remain, a cross-genre violinist, believes music to be powerful and impactful because of the commonly used phrase, oh, that song moved me, or that song really touched me. Now, because we find music pleasing, it in turn affects our mood, which affects our behavior, which affects how we perceive challenges in our lives. The connection scientists have made which is pretty cool, is that because music has such a great impact on our psychological state, it could in turn affect our physical state, mental and emotional state, meaning that music can essentially have the ability to heal. That is what I'm going, that's what Sarah and I are going to talk about today. So the big question that needs to be answered is, how can music heal? How can music have the power to impact our health? The ways in which music and heal can be broken up into three parts. Mental, emotional, and physical. Um, Firstly is mental health, and it can be improved through music by reducing stress, anxiety, and depression. And secondly is emotional health. Music impacts us emotionally through our thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Music has the power to heal because it has been scientifically proven to improve mental and emotional health, hence revealing a less invasive and more pleasing alternative for combating illnesses, disorders, and malfunctions in our bodies. In order to really understand the topic of music, it's important that you know what music therapy is. Music therapy is an expressive therapy focused on improving your mental emotional health through the expression of emotions. To provide some context, in ancient times, Greece used music to heal mental disorders, increasing the morale of their soldiers and improve the overall productivity and pacing of their workers. Knowing that ancient peoples use music in this manner, it sparked the idea in scientists and researchers' minds that maybe there is something important to extrapolate here. Will Toddle, an associate for the Idaho Health Department, breaks down music therapy into two forms, active and receptive. Active therapy means you create the music, like writing a song or playing an instrument. Receptive therapy is the act of listening to music in a passive manner. The benefits of music therapy are immense. For example, it instigates the conversation of what you're struggling with through the analyzation of words and lyrics to interpret exactly how you are feeling. Also, a relaxed, calming environment in a music therapy group evokes emotional expression, which improves socialization. It also engages the creative aspect of the mind, such as writing your own songs, for example, because it develops a sense of pride and self-worth. Lastly, it helps people explore their emotions because certain sounds and rhythms generate feelings of joy, rage, sadness, grief, which can help you learn how to control them. Music also improves mental health because it reduces stress, anxiety, and depression. At the American Psychological Association, researchers Levedin and Mona Lisa Chanda uh, construct meta-analysis of 400 studies in 2013 to see just how music affected our hormones and our bodies. And what they discovered was that most patients who listen to music while participating in an activity experience decreased levels of the stress hormone cortisol. Will Toddle, an associate for community partnerships in Idaho and the health department, explains how music reduces this health issue. 
knowing that listening or creating music lowers cortisol levels in our bodies, interacting with common music in a relaxed environment will reduce anxiety because it causes slower heart rates and lowers blood pressure, meaning less nervousness and less panic attacks. In regard to social anxiety, listening to music while contemplating socializing is proven to give you confidence in the plans you have made. Case studies reveal that people who experienced music therapy for their anxiety had positive outlooks after their social events and felt more relaxed. And to reiterate, uh, depression is a, mood, is a mood disorder which causes a person to constantly feel sad with a lack of interest. If someone with depression listens to sad music, it will actually negatively impact their mental state because sad music prompts sad emotions and makes you more depressed. So if you're in a sad melancholy mood tried to refrain from listening to more sad tunes and instead listen to catchy positive music. And on a more positive note, NHS studies show that people who participated in music therapy were more likely to continue their sessions over traditional counseling. Going back to active versus receptive therapy, active music therapy produces the hormone serotonin which involves the regulation of mood and behavior. Active music therapy evokes feelings of gratification and improves feelings of self-worth, which is especially beneficial to people suffering from depression. Mental and emotional health are very interconnected, but emotional health focuses more on thoughts and feelings. What music does for one's emotional state is help regulate those thoughts and feelings. Music has a big influence on emotions, more than one might think. Music is essentially a coping mechanism. Depending on the tempo, harmony, and rhythm of the music, it can help you channel the emotions you are feeling because certain types of music are associated to certain emotions. For example, if you are stressed or worried, listen to calm music. Angry, listen to loud music to feel like someone understands your frustration. At the gym, listen to motivational music to push you through that workout. At Durham University, there's a research done with 2,400 people who took three surveys on how they feel listening to sad and happy music. The survey showed that for sad music, it provokes negative thinking and grief because typically sad music is played when listeners are undergoing a deep interpersonal loss like a relationship. Yes, sad music can be pleasing and comforting like an empathetic friend, but it's important to not abuse it because sad music can prompt depression if someone constantly feels sad and down. On the contrary, a 2013 study in the Journal of Positive Psychology discovered that people's overall happiness can increase in two weeks after listening to uplifting and upbeat music. It is clear that mental and emotional health are all interconnected and that music therapy has the power to heal by having each state interact with one another in pleasing and less invasive ways to improve illnesses, disorders, or more simply mood and emotions. For mental health specifically, it reduces stress, anxiety, and depression. For emotional health, music helps with emotional regulation. Overall, I hope you learned that music can be approached in a medicinal way because it helps you regulate your behavior, cope with your emotions, and stimulates the connections of nerves in your brain. Hence, meaning that music can heal. Music has been used for years, and it's time to pay attention to how it can better our lives. Overall, it's really important to talk about music because as teenagers, we're constantly listening to different artists, different tunes, anything to kind of really set the mood for how we were feeling. And it's really cool and interesting to find out that 
if you're feeling down, music has the ability to heal. It has the ability to put you in that better place, in that better mindset. And especially since a ton of teenagers around the world are struggling with depression and anxiety, knowing that music is such an accessible way to heal those things is pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. Like, I actually um, found it interesting that um, listening to sad music while you're sad can make you more sad because I actually thought that um, that it would like help you a little bit like I thought that was a good thing so I don't know that was something interesting that I learned yeah um, like it like we said earlier sad music can be like an empathetic friend because you feel like you're on the same level of the emotions you are feeling and how mm-hmm. you're expressing them the lyrics really touch you but it's important to recognize that abusing anything um, can have a negative impact which is why studies have shown that listening to happy upbeat music can really change someone's energy feelings mindset to get them in a more happier state which is really healing because they no longer are in a constantly worried state like anxiety or constantly feeling sad and having a lack of interest in things. It's really interesting how impactful and touching that music can really have um, in general. Yeah. Like if I need to get work done, then I would, then I usually like put really fast music that's really kind of upbeat. Um, and that really does like help me work faster. Uh, it's kind of funny that playing really fast music in the background helps me work a lot faster. Yeah, it's crazy, the psychology of it all, really. Like, all the studies that we brought up, um, how it really impacts the mind. It kind of tricks you into thinking or feeling a certain way in your actions. Like, um, and for example, if you're do in, at the gym doing a workout, the motivational music and really that's, yeah, the motivational lyrics and tone and beat get you through that workout because they're pushing you mentally because I mean after all you give up mentally before you give up physically so I think that's a really cool aspect to think about yeah definitely Isabel what's your um like go-to happy music Hmm. I would say my go-to happy music would have to be anyone that I don't really associate to a specific genre of music. I think that different artists have different aspects of their songs that are kind of like my go-to. Like I love Khalid. I love Dua Lipa, definitely a party party song. Um, and then I also have some Latin roots. Some, some Spanish music always gets me in a good mood for sure. What about you? Um, for me, it's like um, ABBA music, like from Mamma Mia. Oh, yeah. Um, from those movies, <laughs> those songs are always my favorite. And um, yeah, like you said, um, I have, well, I guess like I know a lot of like Indian music and some of that stuff like from movies um, makes me feel really good as well. Yeah. So um, thank you guys for listening to our podcast about the power of music. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to uh, subscribe and leave a review. We really appreciate it. Thank you.